0: Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of POV with Kristen Gilmore. I'm so glad to have you join me today. Today, I have one of my favorite humans with me. She is a warrior human, a fighter like no other. The thing about her, though, is that she fights gently. (laughs) It's like when you see the marathon, um, not even the marathon, let's say you see the 100-yard dash, and you know it's about to be quick, and time is of the essence, but the person who's running and wins, their face is calm, but you know their body is on a whole nother level. That's her. Let me introduce my sister cousin, the person who I picked on in childhood, who I love with my whole heart, who has, I hope, forgiven me for the silliness of back in the day, um, but who I've gotten to watch shine and just conquer everything that's placed in front of her. Ashley, thank you for joining us today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. So Miss Beautiful Ashley Wary Lane,
1: can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. I am a mother, a daughter, a sister, a friend, a cousin, a niece. Um, I'm a caregiver. I am a hard worker. I am a believer a warrior, a fighter, and mostly I am a person who always puts other needs before myself.
0: Wow, you've got a lot of titles attached to you. Of all of those, which one shines the brightest today? Mother. Mm-hmm, you said that fast. Mm-hmm. Tell me about becoming a mother. What does that word mean to you?
1: A Mother means love. Um, my son is my first love and I know that I'm his first love. This is a love that I've never experienced before. A love I've never seen before. A love that I never thought that I would actually ever see in life. I never wanted to be a mother as a young child because I was, I grew up as a tomboy and I always saw myself being, you know, the fun aunt and the fun cousin to, you know, play with everyone else's children and send them back home. Um, now that is my reality. Um, I'm the person who, you know, they send my child back home to me. So <laughs> I care for my son um deeply. There's just so many all-around things that go on within my household with him. Um, you know, for those of who may not know, he's a special needs child. Um, he was born. Well, he was actually diagnosed with autism at the age of two, Um, not to say that he is less than anything whatsoever. It is a challenge, I must say, but it's a challenge that I wouldn't change for the world. Um, I love him with all of my heart, and he is the person who pretty much changed me. I can honestly say, um, not to sound cliche, but he saved my life. I think that without him, I wouldn't be who I am today. Um, And that's not only, you know, a mother, but someone who has grown to have patience A lot of understanding. Um, And I see the world completely different now that I have a son. Um, Would I see it different if I had a daughter? I'm pretty sure I would. But now that I actually have someone that I am responsible for, thank you, Laura, for the responsibility. I'm still a little afraid, not sure if this is, you know something that you're testing me, uh, you know, for or not, but um, I'm very happy for the challenge and for the test. (laughs) And also the fact that Jordan allows me or has chosen me to be his parent, but it's something that's very, um, extremely rewarding to actually be a mom and to have him call me mom and to have him, you know, tell me that he loves me on a daily basis. So this is, it's a blessing to sum it all up in one word. Mm.
0: A blessing to be a mom when you thought you were only gonna be an auntie. Well Jojo is a special baby. He is handsome, loving, particular, uh very intelligent, specific, and kind. That's how I would describe him. Exact. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to know, um, what was your reaction when you got JoJo's diagnosis?
2: I was honestly, um, in my mind, I was aware and I kind of had a feeling in the beginning initially that he had a disability. Generally, when he was younger, he played alone, a lot of self-play, didn't really interact with other children as other children did at his daycare facility. So I saw that firsthand as a mother, and I had that inkling. So immediately I did contact his pediatrician, letting her know my concerns. And then she herself kind of saw some things when it came to um, some of his motor skills that were a little delayed based upon his age. And so from there, she put me in contact with some individuals you know, who um, provided therapy through the county in which we actually live in. And then also I was able to have what's called like a, a mediator who came home to do an observation of Jordan. And within that observation, she was able to let me know that I was spot on and she was able to kind of see you know, those things that I saw that were a little bit delayed in him. Was I surprised? No. Was I angry? Not at all. Did it change the way I felt about him? absolutely not i was just happy that as a young mother and having with him being the age that he was so young um that i was able to be proactive as quickly as i was because you know today he's going to the second grade with no issues you know he hasn't been delayed hasn't been denied anything whatsoever you've actually you know been in a room with him several times, and you witnessed his, you know, speech, which was delayed for about five years. His cognitive skills, which were delayed for about five years, and Jordan doesn't miss a beat now. <laughs> no, I think that you know, seeing that early on, and also being around children as well. You know, I have a godchild, I have nieces, I have nephews. I've actually seen, so I was able to kind of utilize my prior skills with them you know, and and see them grow up and kind of not so much compare, but kind of see how they were based upon my son and pinpoint immediately that, you know, he was a little delayed. And I thank God for that vision, because if I hadn't seen it, I don't know where we would be today.
0: Yeah. I mean, I still feel that way, Ashley, like you were so quick on it. And you just, it didn't seem to me like you blinked an eye. You were like, okay, got it. I'm on it. Like, let me, you know, get my child help and find out if we can get a diagnosis and what's the next step how old was jojo when you started to notice um uh differences Uh,
2: to be honest it was extremely early jordan was in daycare from about five months until about three years of age around Seven, eight months, we noticed that he did a lot of self-play, but it really didn't register at that time. I had anklings, but I wasn't 100% sure, but once he began walking around the age of 12 months, I then realized that even when he walked and he, I mean, I'm sorry, when he interacted with other kids in the daycare, the interaction was very minimal compared to what other kids did, and he really gravitated more toward the daycare provider. I asked her to keep an eye out on him as well. And she did notice the same, you know, that he was more of a solo player versus, you know, playing collaboratively with the other kids. And then from there, I think it was around between one and two when I initially contacted the pediatrician and then we sought out assistance for him.
0: You know what? (laughs) Early is best. And you were on top of it. And we can tell by, I'll say that I can tell by how proactive you were, how far along JoJo is. Like... You know, if someone met him, I can't necessarily say they would know unless you told them. And I mean, autistic children are, from what I've experienced, very intelligent, uh, very creative, very independent, just uniquely beautiful children. And he is, he falls right into that, that place. So I have a question. What's the best lesson you've learned from being a mother?
2: um i think the all around best lesson was patience i prayed for patience in the past um because i'm very hot tempered um, very low tolerance for anything whatsoever nonsense um no tolerance for nonsense at all <laughs> and i remember you know saying something before to to someone um as a part of a ministry and they said ashley don't pray don't pray for patience um you pray for patience you're going to get more than what you pray for and so at that moment, I was like, okay, not sure if I should listen to that person, but I stopped praying just, you know, based upon what they told me. And I just, you know, would write down, you know, my thoughts and, you know, just different things that would possibly help me to become more patient as a young adult. Because the last thing I wanted to do was to, you know, end up somewhere where I shouldn't, um, you know working at a job at fast food at the age of 15 i had someone spit in my face um working in human resources you know i've had women and men you know who are adults you know try to hit me or yell at me and you know just slander you know my name you know based upon them actually being reprimanded and you know employment per se um so once i actually had jordan And with him, you know, being autistic, there were things that he did as a young child that I didn't actually know how to manage, which were temper tantrums. Um, You know, a lot when it came to his eating habits, he didn't eat everything, and then he also has allergies. And so I had to learn, you know, a way around, you know, feeding him, communicating with him to kind of help him calm down, you know, with the tantrums that he had. And, And then for me, you know, becoming frustrated because he wouldn't eat what I cooked based upon his allergies and trying to determine exactly what he could eat because the allergies that he have are so fine line that it's everything that he eats, he's allergic to. <laughs> um, so it took time, you know, it took a lot of time, um, a lot of understanding, a lot of reading, a lot of educating, and then I also became proactive and um, joined a lot of groups on facebook um, moms you know of children with disabilities and contacted people around you know different organizations you know just to ask for insight and then once i kind of spoke to them it kind of gave me like a head start to do things for myself and i kept a journal you know of what he could eat um developed our own like little play area you know and also some little utensils whenever he had temper tantrums rather than him kicking and screaming i created a box and in that box i had like a a stress ball, um, some blocks and some cars, you know, and trying to help him, you know, just manage his stressors. Um, and it helped, and it still helped to this day. And I think that, you know, that has really turned me around 100% because I have better understanding, you know, Thinking about those individuals who may have been become frustrated with me in the employment world or maybe you know the customers who you know threw something at my face I don't know you know what was going on inside of them maybe they had something that triggered them or ticked them off that they actually couldn't control or couldn't manage and now I see that you know in my own son and it gives me a just an overall like just 100% clarity you know as to who he is, why he does what he does, and then realize, you know, when I'm in public, if someone's having a spasm or something, rather than, you know, their parent needs to take them home. Oh, that child's bad. You never know, that child may not be able to actually understand what's going on. So that's the way that they cope with it through anger because they can't articulate it. So um, being a mom has taught me a lot of patience to answer your question in the short form. So hopefully that answers your question.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, mm mm-hmm. You just hit the nail on the head. I think we as people could extend more grace because we don't know the backstory. (laughs) You know, we only see certain things and then we start judging. And we forget that uh, we need to sweep around our own front door (laughs) before we sweep around anybody else's. Ah, goodness, yeah. Patience. Patience. I... I'm learning my own patience with my injury, a whole nother level of love, of challenge and how to overcome one. You've had your own challenges or struggles in life. We all have, but uh, can you share one of those with us and how you are either pushing through it or working through it or how you conquered it?
2: Sure. So in 2016, nearly a year after having my son, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and that's for short. It was a strong, um, a strange battle (laughs) that I've had to deal with for many years prior to 2016, which actually started, maybe at the age of 18, started exhibiting symptoms of brain fogs, a lot of dizziness accompanied by migraines, body aches, muscle aches, and things of that nature. Um, Never really knew what was going on, um, sought out to see physicians such as cardiologists, neurologists, Just a variety of doctors, pain medicine, physicians as well. And at that time, no one was able to diagnose me. So I just lived, you know, in pain for years after years after years. And after having Jordan, um, I actually saw a neurologist that was referred to me, and she was able to immediately kind of pinpoint based upon my symptoms what may have been going on. And around my birthday, it was May, my birthday is April 30th, 2016. On May the 2nd, I was diagnosed with MS. I was very sad, very hurt, had a lot of questions for God. You know, why me? Um, Why now? You know, I have a kid. It's going to be hard for me to manage, you know, taking care of my child and then taking care of myself. And, you know, my other question was, is someone going to have to take care of me, you know, for the rest of my life? And just a lot of... um, A lot of hate, you know, not toward God, but a lot of hate toward the universe, toward the world. Like, why is this happening? What is this? I didn't have answers because it's not hereditary. Um, It's nothing that's contagious, per se. So trying to pinpoint exactly where it came from, we had no clue. I finally gave up and then started to do research, you know, myself. And today, you know, many years later, by the grace of God, I haven't missed a beat. I am not disabled. Physically, um, by terminology and you know definition, it is considered a disability, but I am able and capable to walk fully. I am still working full-time. I am still parenting full-time. I work out regularly. I cook. I eat. I dance. I do a lot. So, you know, the, the illness itself does attack different people in different ways. I am not MS, and MS is not me, so I don't allow it to dictate who I am nor do I allow it to use me in a sense as to have anyone feel sorry for me. There are times in which I do have, you know, major issues. I have heat intolerance. So sometimes if I'm in heat, you know, it, I get, I, I experience difficulties when I'm walking. So I can't walk long distances in the heat, you know, and things of that nature. I have a friend, unfortunately, who was diagnosed as well. And sometimes when we go to the grocery store, the extended walking will kind of affect the two of us. No offense to her, but she immediately grabs the wheelchair or the autom- or the uh, motorized wheelchair to walk around it or to you know navigate herself through the grocery store or to Target or wherever we're shopping. And I walk. I'm a fighter. I fight myself. So I will not allow this disability this to disable me in any shape, form, or fashion. So today I am on a maintenance medication for the MS itself, and it's supposed to help. You know take away a lot of the symptoms as well as um, delay relapses per se so right now I'm great I'm feeling great I'm in great health it's 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 not me (laughs) it's a diagnosis on a a piece of paper it's not who I am it doesn't
0: define me Mm. what beautiful words and what a fantastic outlook to have what advice would you give anyone who is going through a new diagnosis or one that they've had for years and they are trying to find the light at the end of the, at the end of the tunnel.
2: Good question. I think the biggest thing that I would possibly let them know that this is not a delay and it's not a denial. Push forward, prioritize like your peace, because one thing that almost affected me was once I did share my diagnosis with other people, they wanted to immediately Diagnose me and they wanted to immediately you know disable me so don't overreact and and don't share you know your challenge with everyone because this is you it's, it's yours it's you know it's your battle or more so it's not your battle it's the lord's so put it in god's hands mm. and go from there pray and have faith but do not allow everyone's part of your battle your battle your mission it's all yours and the lord's
0: that is Beautiful. That is beautiful. I love those words. I'll be leaning on those for myself and other situations that I experience. If a person wanted to like find out more about you or connect to you, are you open to that with social sharing like your social media? Could you share a handle? I am an
2: open book. I am on Instagram. My Instagram handler is Ms. First 48 and that's M-Z as in zebra. The word first spelled out F-I-R-S-T 48. And I'm also on Facebook as well. Um, Facebook, I am Ashley Weary Lane, and that's Weary W H E R R Y Lane, and that's three words.
0: Awesome, Ashley. What brings you your greatest joy?
2: Breath, breath of life.
0: Oof. That was so simple yet so deep. <laughs> breath of life. Yeah, yeah. I got one more question for you. What do you want people to take away from meeting you?
2: Hmm. That I am not just my story.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. What else are you?
2: I am a person who does whatever makes myself happy because the days that we are living and the days that we have lived are not coming back. I continue to look forward each day, not only to continue to live as a person who has a mess, who's taking a maintenance medication, who's working out to make sure her muscles don't contract or tutoring her son to ensure that he doesn't have any setbacks or anything like that. I am living each day, one day at a time, and I'm trying to live every day to the fullest.
0: I support that wholeheartedly. What a beautiful, beautiful gift you are to this world. And I'm so grateful I get to call you my blood family and my sister cousin you know, it's it's a blessing to know you, Ashley, and to receive all the gifts you offer and bring into this world. Thank you. Ashley, I want to give you what I give every single one of my guests who come on the show, and you are just as deserving. Thank you.
2: Thank you.
0: Absolutely. Hey, beautiful people. I hope you, if I'd say anything Ashley taught me during this episode is to push through. To push through and be present in all your feelings, all your emotions, and to choose you. Yeah, to choose you. You never know what somebody's going through when you see them. So choose kindness. Pray for somebody when you see a baby stressed out on a plane or in the store. Extend grace to yourself and others. And to love fully, because like she said, I said, what brings you joy? And she said, breath. (laughs) oftentimes we take for granted the biggest blessing we have of the day and that's our eyes opening and us still having breath in our bodies. In the midst of all the things that are her daily challenge, she still has joy and breath in her body. I hope we can look at life just the same. Thank you for joining me. Until next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of POV with Kristen Gilmore. See you next time. Bye.